this was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. But the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast. And spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge, and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move, because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. Listening to The Confessionals, I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. And if you want more shows every week on Thursdays, we release a bonus show to members only on the website. So if you want more of The Confessionals on the weekly basis, go to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today because you'll get access to all previous shows, this Thursday's show, and all future shows. And if you want some preparedness food in your life, go to preparewiththeconfessionals.com. We offer preparedness food so that if there is an emergency and you can't get access to food, you'll have it stored at your home. And right now, we're offering four weeks supply of food and we're knocking $100 off of it. So if that interests you, go to preparewiththeconfessionals.com. Today, we have Marlene coming on the show, and Marlene is going to share her experiences. And one of the experiences is dealing with a family witch. That's right, a family witch. And her story has a lot of similarities to Abe's story from episode 13. If you remember Abe's story from episode 13, he went and visited and stayed with a witch doctor as payment for healing his brother. Well, she has a different story, but very similar at the same time. So let's get to it right now. All right, today we got Marlene on the show. Marlene, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I mean, uh, I actually, this has nothing to do with your story, but you just asked me. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like talking about it. I just went to my buddy today, uh, George Bruno, uh, and he shaped up my beard for me. And he's a, a world famous 
uh, hairstylist, beard guy. Uh, he has a YouTube channel that has 140,000 subscribers and he lives local to me. And um, him and I actually went live on his YouTube channel and my Instagram channel today. And uh, it was just a good time. So I'm all uh, energized and and pumped up today. And so I'm really glad that you're here to talk about your experiences because uh, you actually have some unique things to talk about. Uh, one, we're going to just call it a family witch. We'll let you define it from there. But there is uh, some type of witch um, uh, experience going on within your family. Uh, and then uh, we're going to go transition into some other smaller stuff. But one of the things we're going to transition into is an alien experience. And I didn't know that, but you just dropped that on me before we started recording. I was like, let's do this. I'm excited. So uh, Marlene, walk us into this experience, this entire thing when it comes to the witch stuff. I know it kind of starts with your mom and her kind of telling you guys different stories. So what's going on? So when I was a little girl, my mom would tell me, um, you know, don't take candy from people because it could be poisoned or, you know, it could just, it, it's, it's bad for you. And plus she never really let us have any candy anyway. So <laughs> she would always hide it away. Um, and one day, um, when we were in Mexico, uh, there was this little old lady who you know, was handing out candy and, um, she had her own little, um, like a cart filled with just treats and just, just a bunch of stuff to attract kids. And, um, me and my sister thought nothing of it. And we, we were like, mom, we want candy. And she was like, no, she was like persistent. No, we will not be buying anything from here. You know where the candy is. We got some at home, you know, the, the whole bit. And um, so when we got to my grandma's house in Mexico, um, she had told us that um, most most of the time, little old ladies like that are um, are witches. And you know, we're we're seven, eight years old. We were like, that's a bunch of just a bunch of nonsense. Like, there's no such thing. But it's your mom, so you kind of have to like believe her. So. Yeah. As we grew up, you know, little things started happening to us, you know, just random, like, so, for example, um, one day I came home with, like, a bouquet of flowers and um, brought them inside the house, put them in water, went outside to go grab more stuff from the car because I had just gone home from shopping and went inside and my flowers were wilted. They were completely dead. And I didn't understand why. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, I don't know what's happening. My flowers, I literally just bought them. They're dead now. And she was like, somebody hates you. Somebody put a curse on you. You need to call. And so we know a white witch and she usually helps us out with things that are going on in our life and um we'll call her at random and she will be like okay so somebody in your family has put something bad on you you need to do this do that you need to shower with holy basil and do all this other nonsense and we do it and you know sometimes you do feel something sometimes you don't but most of the time it, it does help out so <laughs> it sounds crazy i know um so I had called her about it and yeah, that's what she told me. The the lady she said that somebody in my family um didn't want me to be happy. 
that they were putting some type of wrongdoing on me so I could live my life miserable. And I, at that moment, I, I, I was like, okay, this is crap. Like, this is not true. But then I started piecing things together. So my sister used to call me um, Good Luck Chuck. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's about a guy who dates women. And then every time he hooks up with them, they, the next person they find, they get married. So that happened to me a lot. I would date a guy and we would be talking. It'd be fine. And then like, they would just not be interested anymore. And then they would find somebody else, then get married, have kids, whatever, happy story every time. And, and then I was like, why do I keep having all this bad luck with, with meeting people? Like even with friends, like I would meet a really cool, like person to hang out with new friend. And then they would like leave or something shady would happen. And I wasn't understanding it. And so the, the lady, the white witch told me it's because somebody hates you, somebody in your family is doing you wrong and you need to just stay away keep your distance from everybody until all this goes away and she had told me that there is a demon that was following me in my house but they they wouldn't go into my room because my room like they she said that my aura was too bright that i was lit up like a christmas tree and that i carried my like i carried myself well and that I was just too positive too too happy and that this thing would just didn't know how to get near me and um I I would I would feel it in my house I would feel the heavy tension throughout the whole house even so me and my sister have this like you you get that good feeling bad feeling and she said that every time she would walk into my room she would feel a lot lighter but going to the rest of the house she just felt super heavy, super drained, and just, like, loss of energy, and, like, we, I don't know, it was just weird. We would, we would stage the house religiously, because we always felt like something, something was off. And so that, the White Witch had told us that, that, yeah, that something was in the house that wouldn't leave us alone. And so, you know, a couple, a couple of days passed, weeks, and I finally noticed that the energy level was changing in my house, that, you know, I didn't feel like somebody was watching me constantly. And so then I was hanging out with my cousin. I'm not going to mention her name. And she had introduced me to uh, her friend and my, my friend's name is Stephanie. And, uh, so I became close to Stephanie and my cousin would get mad, get jealous because I would hang out with Stephanie so much. And, um, which made no sense to me because we all hung out together. And so one day, um, I like out of, out of nowhere, we were talking about my cousin and how her mom is into dark magic like she she practices it at her house she has her little stuff and she she had told me she was like has has oh, I don't know what to call her I'm just gonna call her B she's she said has B ever mentioned that to you about how her mom 
is into all that and i was like yeah actually i my mom had told me about it because she because that's why i don't hang out with her as much as i used to because she does all that dark stuff and i'm just that's it makes me uncomfortable and so so you know that conversation ended and we because we we were a little freaked out by it so one day me and my mom were talking and since me and stephanie had brought up that conversation i asked my mom i was like did you know anybody in your town that did you know dark magic or practiced witchcraft and she was like yeah um doña julia used to be the witch of the town and she would torture people or just be she she was just crazy she was she was the crazy person in the town everybody knew her everybody knew not to mess with her because she would if you looked at her funny she would she would do something like she would just be awful and she had even put a lizard in a priest's leg and he would say there goes doña julia doing her her crazy stuff again and she he had to get the lizard removed out of his leg i don't know how that's even possible but my mom saw it and she she was there to witness that and um she had told me that doña julia had helped my grandma with some stuff because she was part of the family in some twisted way i don't know and my grandma was pregnant with twins and she was having a hard time with labor and and doña julia was there uh to assist her to tell her that you know she was like it's it's fine don't worry everything will be fine as long as you give me one of the twins and my grandma was like you're crazy i'm not gonna do that and uh so the time came my grandma had her twins both healthy girls um and uh doña julia was like okay it's time like i i want one of the twins you have to let me be godmother of one of the twins because that's my right uh i helped you throughout these times it's my right to be godmother of one of them and my grandma was like no that's not going to happen and she was like okay well we we shall see so at that time my doña julia was upset with my grandmother and would chase my mom around <laughs> and can you imagine just this little old lady offering candy to kids and just being awful with my mom she said that one day doña julia had offered her candy and my mom refused and she said no i don't want any and so doña julia got mad at her and told her if she doesn't take the candy then she's gonna come for her at night and my mom was like that's not funny i whatever and my mom was was a kid she was she was like no that's impossible so my mom was like i want to see you try she's so now my mom's testing this little old lady and so Doña Julia starts chasing after my mom and my mom's like, "Well, she's old. She how fast can she actually run?" She said that she was on her tail and 
nonstop. Like she wasn't even panting. She wasn't even like, and she said that she walked so gracefully over everything as if she wasn't old. My mom said that it gave her the ugliest chills and she was just gliding over objects. And, you know, in Mexico, there's no roads. There's, it's all dirt, gravel, everything. And she would glide over these little streams and giant rocks. And my mom's running to her house. She finally made it to her house. And my, her uncle appeared and was like, Doña Julia, you know better than to mess with, with these girls. You need to leave. And she was like, okay, I'll be back. So some time had passed and my mom's uncle um, saw a giant, um, they call them, uh, there's a word for it in Spanish. Um, but it's like a giant owl. And there was this massive owl sitting outside of my grandma's house, just staring at everybody who passed by and so my mom's uncle was like Doña Julia you need to get down from there you need you need to leave and supposedly the bird flew down to to like a, a nearby like shrub and that it turned into Doña Julia I, and my mom said that her uncle was so freaked out that he had like he didn't even think that was possible but she had transformed into a bird you know and i don't know and <laughs> to me my mom my, my mom was like i looked at my mom I was like that's 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 bogus but i remember you talking about there was a witch who had transformed into an animal and i feel like I feel like that, you know, that it could be true. So yeah, shapeshifters do that. I mean, yeah, uh, there. I mean, yeah, obviously shapeshifters, but um, uh, um, uh, skinwalkers is what I'm trying to say. Skinwalkers do that, uh, and there's countless of other accounts. And, and before you go any further, uh, I gotta tell you, what you're telling me. I know you say, uh, it's, I know it sounds crazy, but on episode 13 of this show. We had a guy on, on his name was Abe, and he told a very close to almost mirror story as to what you're telling me now. Only he was the two-year-old that had to stay with the witch doctor because of it, that witch doctor healing his brother. That's crazy. Yeah. So continue. I just wanted to share that with you because it's, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what she was. You know, she, she would heal people, but she would also do horrible things to people. And so... You know, my mom finished the story with, you know, it's not good to mention her name at a certain day because she could, I guess, I don't know, like show, show you that she's there or that she's like, every time you mention her name, she will somehow prove to you that she is still existing somehow. And so I held on to that story and, um, I met up with my friend Stephanie and at that time my cousin had um left to uh to the navy and so it was just me and Stephanie we would hang out all the time so I went to pick her up one day and I had that story in my head and it was just circling and I was 
and I was feeling really uneasy. And I had told her we're sitting in the car driving to the gym. And I was like, so my mom had told me about this story. And I was like, there's this witch, Doña Julia. And then she stopped me. She was like, what? And she said that in her town, when she was in Mexico, there was also a Doña Julia, completely different places. And I feel like somehow it's the same person because I get this chill that it could be the same person, but it's in different places at, and it's probably around the same time too. Um, so she, she was telling me about her Doña Julia, how she would, she was a witch and how in her family, there's also witches who practice dark magic. And she's like, they, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. So we changed the subject We're we're trying to like change the mood because we're both freaked out in the car and, and it's, it's at night where it's nine o'clock at night and it's super dark out. So we're just trying to set the mood and, you know, get ready for the gym. And then she, she screams, she's sitting right next to me and I'm driving and I'm like, why are you screaming at me? And she's like, no, something touched me. Something touched me in the car. And so I stopped the car, I put it on park side of the road. And, and she tells me that something grazed her hair, like something touched her hair. And I'm like, what touched you? And I don't, she's like, I don't know. Do I have something in my hair? And she had like, somebody had pulled out her ponytail. She had a big old bump in her head. And I'm like, no, you're just, your ponytail's messed up. It could have been the seat. You know, I'm like trying to lighten the mood. I'm like, it's, it's probably the seat or something, you know? And she's like, you're right. You're right. She's like, but it really did feel like somebody grabbed me and pulled my hair. And I'm like, well, it, it's probably, you know, it's your imagination. You're fine. You're let's just go to the gym and we'll be fine. So we, you know, at the gym, we got out in like an hour and back in the car we go and it's feeling super heavy in my car. And we're, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird. There's tension in the car. It feels like people, like there's, like it feels like somebody's watching us and it's just, I have a small car I have a little Nissan Versa note I mean not many people could fit in here so I'm just like <laughs> what's going on this energy is weird and we're sitting there in the car and we have no music on and she's like okay I feel it again I feel like something just touched my hair again so I turn on the light and I turn around nothing's there it's and I'm like no. but then I do notice her hair like something had touched her hair and I'm like, okay, your hair's messed up again. Something's wrong. And she's, she's like freaking out. She has chills all over her body. She is pale. And I pull over again and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know, but I keep getting chills. Our whole, like even my body, I'm getting chills now as I talk about it because it's really, it was really weird energy. It's just heavy. It was just weird. And then, so I remember the story my mom told me about Doña Julia wanting one of my grandma's twins. So my cousin's mom, you know, my, it's my, my mom's sisters, they're twins. Doña Julia wanted one of them. My cousin's mom practices dark magic. Doña Julia practices dark magic. I don't know if... <laughs> Somehow, Doña Julia took one of the twins, made her evil, because maybe I don't know if that, that's a thing, but one of my 
aunts, she's like the sweetest person. And the other one, she's just mean. I mean, she's the one who practices dark magic. And she, she always tells my mom, like, she's like, you'll, one day you'll get it. You'll get it. And she hates my mom. They're always just fighting and just arguing about dumb stuff. And she's always looking out. My mom is because she knows she's like something something's up with her and i know like we just gotta keep away from people like that and so i told stephanie maybe my cousin is also into dark magic and she's like i don't know what it is but something's in this car so i remember i used to hang out with 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 b all the time and she would leave like little stuff in my car, like trash or random stuff. And they say like small objects can carry energy. So I quickly, you know, open up all the windows. I am digging through the console, digging through everything to try to find something that would belong to my cousin. And I found a small little bottle of flicker her favorite liquor I grabbed it and immediately we both just get the horrible chills we can't even speak we feel so much tension in the car we go to the gasoline station throw it in the trash we are like praying we are saying everything we can so this little thing can go away and we're driving off and we don't feel it anymore so I don't know if that small little bottle contains some type of something from my cousin, but I feel like it's somehow all connected to Doña Julia, who took my aunt as a baby, made her into this evil person, creating more evil people. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like it's all related because I mean, I don't know. I it's it's a feeling, I guess. It's and my mom even said so. She said that my aunt as a little girl, she was always trouble. She was always into you know, getting involved into all that stuff, all that dark dark magic and practicing everything. She was just into all that. And so I feel like maybe Doña Julia put a little piece of herself into my aunt, which is, and then, which is making, I don't know, maybe my cousin hate me or to cause some type of something, energy to follow me throughout the house. I don't know. It's it's crazy, and I don't know what to think of it because sometimes I think about overthink about it, and I'm just like, no, it's 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 all it's all crazy, it's all nonsense. I don't think that's possible, but then sometimes I'm like, okay, well, it could be that somebody's really out there to get me, and <laughs> they won't leave me alone. So I hope I hope that that's I hope that that's it. Maybe I could just 
stay away from them as much as possible. <laughs> Even though our family reunions are like the worst, there's always so much tension throughout the whole family. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand family tension there, you know. So, uh, you know, it, I, I would say that I don't. I personally, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, who am I, right? But uh, I personally don't believe that any human being can control another human being their entire life uh, in a um, a mystical way. Mm-hmm. I, I I think everybody has their own choices that they have to make. Uh, maybe there was an influence. Uh, maybe there was even spells cast that would help, uh, promote the, uh, the continuing, but I don't know if it's exactly like, I'm going to remotely control this person for their entire life. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So, uh, I, it's very interesting though. It's very interesting. And I find the, uh, the story, uh, for me personally, amazing because, uh, you're the first person who's ever mirrored that story that I had on episode 13. I mean, that's in the beginning of the show back in 2017, early of 2017. And I've talked to a lot of people since then, more than we've have episodes. And I've never had somebody mirror what he had to say uh, so closely. You know, I've heard, I've heard p- bits and pieces, but mm-hmm. I mean, he was that kid that had to stay for, I think it was... Um, he was two, and I think he had to stay for six months. And he he described talking about how when he, he had to go back home with his mom, and his mom came to get him, like he almost forgot who she was, and he wanted to stay with the, the old lady. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, it just, that spawned so much stuff in his life. Um, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing that you, and the thing is, like, he's from Texas as well, and he's Mexican as well. Yeah, it happens to a lot of Latin cultures. Yeah. So do you think that it's something to do with actually being uh, like Mexican or do you think that it's just the region of the country slash the world uh, that lends to this kind of stuff happening? Um, But because it seems like a lot of Mexican culture talks about these kind of things. Uh, Do you think it's it's the the Mexican aspect of things or do you think it's the geographical aspect? I feel like it's... It's more of the Mexican thing because I've, I mean, throughout my life, I've heard a bunch of stories, you know, from my mom, from my aunts, from my sister-in-law. She's, she's supposedly has experienced like a little gremlin person sitting above her head, floating there, staring at her at night. And I, I mean... I don't know. I feel like it's more of a Mexican thing because I don't ever hear anybody else talking about this. this. Let's take a break right now and talk about Simply Safe. That's our sponsor for today's show. Simply Safe is a proud supporter of the confessionals, and I personally am a proud supporter of Simply Safe for years now. Here's the thing about home security systems most trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, and lousy customer support. So while there are a lot of options out there, there's only one real no brainer, and that's Simply Safe. Now, I have had Simply Safe for years now since I've been a homeowner. And the thing is with Simply Safe is, I hear that they say it's so easy. You just peel the back off. You stick the devices on the windows, doors, whatever you want to do. You hook it up. It's so simple. You can do it yourself within an hour. And I was like, okay, I get it. 
you're trying to sell me something, but I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. I got Simply Safe, and I didn't get Simply Safe because I was like, you know, this is the best option for me or anything else like that. I got Simply Safe because I could afford it. It starts at $15 a month, but I got it at the house and it sat on the table for a few days, probably till the weekend because I didn't want to deal with it because I really didn't believe that it was that simple that it would only take me like an hour to set up my house for home security. And it was a Saturday. My wife went out probably shopping or something like that. I decided that I was going to do this reluctantly because I figured I'd be there till nine o'clock at night putting everything together, but I had to get it done. I started it up. Literally within an hour, my whole house was taken care of. Before my wife got home from shopping, the house was hooked up to Simply Safe, and I was really impressed. And ever since then, I've been a proud customer of Simply Safe, and I'm really happy that Simply Safe is sponsoring the show. Head to simplysafe.com/confessionals right now. Listen, guys, this is a great deal. Just go and head to simplysafe.com/confessionals and get a free, I'm saying free HD camera for my listeners. That's simplysafe.com slash confessionals to make sure they know that our show sent you. Get that free HD camera only through the confessionals. That's simplysafe.com slash confessionals. Go there right now. It's interesting because when I was, and I might have said this on the show before, but I, I know I, I don't say it nearly as much as other things, so I'll say it again. <laughs> but when I was younger, I was in my early 20s, I worked in a car garage and uh, I, one of the mechanics that I worked with, him and I, you know, got to talking about different weird topics and he's Mexican and he got on this topic of talking about the uh, the legends and the, the folklore per se mm-hmm. from Mexico and I didn't know if he was pulling my leg or I still don't know because I haven't had one person that Mex- that's Mexican come to me and say they have heard the same thing. Uh, so maybe he was lying to me. But the, but uh, he told me that uh, there's this idea that I guess in some, maybe it wasn't even Mexico, maybe it was some other country in Southern America, uh, but that there would be a leprechaun that comes and uh, rapes the, uh, the, 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 the girls when they turn 16. And he believed this, like, like as far as I could tell, he believed this beyond a shadow of doubt. Like, I was laughing at him, and he was straight face. I'm like, bro, you're crazy. Like, 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 no, that doesn't happen. But he was dead serious. Um, but the more I talk to people, uh, I, I, I talk to people from all aspects of life. And when I talk to people from Mexican descent, they have a lot of stories like yours, and maybe not Mexican raping 16-year-old girls, but... The, it's this idea that it's it seems like very much more open and ingrained into your culture than other cultures would have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, I've never heard that story before about the leprechaun. That's a little crazy. But I mean, everybody has their own experiences. <laughs> everybody has their own stories. But definitely, I, like I said, throughout my childhood, I would hear, I mean, stories upon stories about random things happening and just these these i don't even know like the, like people believe in fairies out there like yeah. it's crazy my I, I remember my grandma said that she would like these little tiny things would appear in her house taking food and i'm like what really what what little things what are you talking about i'm like you're talking about like mice 
little critters. And she's like, no, like these, these things would come to my house and you could see them take food at, at night. And wow. I'm like, that's a bunch of, that's a bunch of crazy stuff. But I mean, everybody, everybody has, everybody has their experiences, I guess. And I don't know. It's, it's crazy to me. Yeah, I can understand how you feel like it sounds crazy. Uh, but then again, I think it's an, I think it's Ireland. I should know this by now, but uh, I think it's Ireland where they really do believe in fairies. I mean, you're not allowed to build roads in certain areas because that's where the fairies live. I, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's no joke. It, it's no joke. Uh, so, uh, and that's what I mean. Cultures are very interesting. I, I find the Mexican culture so interesting. Plus, I love the cuisine. So <laughs> <laughs> I love food. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and, and you know, Puerto Ricans have their own type of food and stuff. But the Mexican, it's just, uh, I love it. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know what they put in food. It could be beer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Keep it coming. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, um, I don't know. I think it's interesting though. I really do. Uh, so that's that story. And mm-hmm. we're going to transition to Oklahoma, I believe, where mm-hmm. you had an experience with what you, I guess, can only describe as an alien, right? Yeah. Um, oh gosh, this, see, this was, this was when I was a kid too. I was maybe, I'm going to say I was eight and it was a group of us. It was all my cousins and we were all together in a little minivan. And, um, my, my family owned like 200 acres of, of land out there and, you know, their giant house and just in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful, beautiful. So, um, they had two restaurants out there and we were driving back to their house and, um, you know, their dirt roads all in the minivan, all us kids just laughing, having a blast. And um, their dogs were outside of their house. And I mean, their house, you got to drive at least like three blocks to get to their house. And I mean, you go through trees and all that stuff. And their dogs were, were barking at at the car. So we all jumped out so that way we could, you know, hold them off so that we, we can pull the cars in. But the gate wasn't opening and we were like, okay, well, none of the remotes work. The, you can't open it manually. So we had to wait outside um, while the rest of the family came. And it was, I think, I think it was like 12 o'clock at night. And so all these kids were like, heck yeah, we all get to stay up and be outside, look at the stars. It's super cool. Like we're, you know, we're kids. So we were having a blast. And um, the dogs just kept barking at like something random, and they would run off and come back, run off and come back. And the house was—I mean, everything was so dark; none of the lights were on. And so my cousin said that he was going to go turn on the lights for the fence and the house, so that way we could we could see what was out there. So we're sitting there on the fence, waiting to see. You know what would happen stargazing looking up at the all the stars you know it's so dark out so it's it's beautiful and there's maybe one street light and um we're all looking at the street light because it 
it's it's just this massive light that's it was super bright and usually it's not that crazy bright but we're like like look how crazy how bright it is oh my gosh like look at the stars and and then we noticed that the the light post uh moved and we're like uh i don't think that's what it's supposed to do but it's moving and it moved maybe i mean it's it's far from us it's again like the it's one light post for every road and we could like we could barely see it so um we could just see the light and so we see that the light there's two lights now and we're like uh did they did they put a new one or is it supposed to be like what's what's going on and so like all those kids are talking about it the adults are there's only i think there was only two adults there not the rest of us were all kids and we're all like okay the light is moving upward now and it's 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 moving super slow so it, we're just there staring at it and then my cousin goes it's an alien and we all like freak out and we're like no it's not it's probably just you know like somebody's coming like a truck is coming because that's how far it was it was blocks away it's just we, we could barely see the light post but we could see the light just not the light post we're like it's probably a car that's moving forward or like an airplane you know it's probably has a spotlight it's coming towards us we're gonna hear it in a second but it was quiet you could hear crickets like we couldn't hear any anything just and we're like uh maybe it's an airplane maybe it's up in the sky it's and it's an airplane you know it'll 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 move it'll it'll probably leave but this light was brighter than the light post the light from the light post was so dull it was like a yellowy color it was like an orangey yellow but this light was like it was fluorescent it was beautiful and we're all like no you know it doesn't look like an airplane and <laughs> and it was it was like the shape of a kind of it, it looked like the shape of an egg but it was just bright and then it moved downward and we're like okay so it's moving now and we would just, we were all just literally just staring at this thing it, it just kept moving up and down and side to side and we're like, like waiting for something to happen and so now it's getting closer to us it it's just moving slowly but it's moving closer to us and we're you know we're all a bit away from the vehicles and we're far from the house so we're like where do we run to and we all start screaming to the van and we're like get in get in the aliens are coming and we see it like swoop downward shoot up like really fast and then stay there for another while and then it just turns off and then the whole street is dark again because this thing was lighting up you could see the house with the, how bright this this light was it was ridiculous and we were like and then even my mom was like what happened to the light and we we're like the alien just left like did you not notice did you not see that and she was like what no what that was probably the light probably just turned off i was like mom the the lights are still on like that like how do you explain that and she was like nobody believed us we're all just kids you know so we're we're just talking nonsense to them but this light 
literally went up and just it turned off and the whole light turned pitch black again pitch black and then by that time my cousin had come back with all turned on all the lights and we were just we like we were so shocked we were staring up at the sky to see if something else would happen nothing else happened and we were just like what did we witness so then the next day came and it was another late night um but this time we did make it into the house but we were we were all still talking about the whole whatever that light was that egg in the sky <laughs> that's what we kept calling it and we were so we so they have two porches and there's one in the front one in the back we sat in the back one with all the lights off all the adults were gone it was just us kids again and you know we would see shooting stars we would see just craziness again we were staring at the light again to see what else we could what else we could capture as kids you know what else we can get ourselves into we all had um our own uh like walkie-talkie too so there's people in the front people in the back and we're like hey any any movement anything going on they're like no and then um i mean there's you know there's a bunch of anim wild animals so we're you know we were like we're gonna probably see a deer or two but i mean nothing nothing there was just it was all quiet and so then out since i was sitting in the back porch just watching over the acres of a bunch of trees um there was this bright light that was shining from like a distance and I'm like, okay, the neighbors, you know, maybe they're out out there or I don't know, it's 12 of something o'clock at night. It's probably, I don't know, my cousin with a flashlight. Um, and it, it just, it just stayed there for the longest time. And then it just turned off. And then, so I, I, I thought nothing of it. And so in the morning I had asked my cousin, like, hey, uh, do you have a light out there? in in the woods or something he's like no there's literally just cows out there and and i was like there, there's no like light posts or like random or were you out there or is there like your neighbor's house out there and he's like no there's nothing there marlene what are you talking about i'm like well, there's a light out there again as bright as the the light we saw that was by the light post and he's like no no now you're just talking nonsense and i'm like no there was something there and like, I mean, that was, I mean, that was the last I saw of the light, which was probably like the, to me was the craziest alien experience I've had. And I still, I still keep thinking about it and I'm like, no, like maybe it was just, an, it was just an airplane. It was probably just a helicopter or something. I don't know. Yeah. It probably wasn't though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think this stuff is? I mean, when you sit back and you think about like UFOs and aliens, I mean, do you believe that aliens are from another universe or do you even believe in aliens? I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I do believe in aliens. I mean, I've heard, I've heard enough to know that. I mean, and it's, I mean, I just feel like it's, it's kind of obvious they do exist. You know, there's just so much going on in this world. They can't cover them up forever. There's, there's a bunch of, of crazy stuff out there that 
we will never be able to explain. I mean, I when I saw them, I obviously was like, okay, well, aliens are real. It's it's real. It's that's it's a thing. It's a thing that we're not talking about, but it's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. I mean, uh, for me, I, I think about that stuff too. Obviously, I have the show. And, um, you know, I, I just think that I don't know what I think. I, 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 because I hear so many people's opinions and thoughts mm-hmm. on these topics. And some people present really good thoughts and opinions on these topics, you know, and uh, they differ from other people that I've talked to that have really good thoughts and opinions. And so I'm left in a situation where I I can see multiple outcomes to what these things could be, uh, but I'm okay with whatever they are. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, not that I'm okay with them specifically, but whatever they are, I'm okay with it being that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it's just like the universe is so gigantic. And then to think that there are other universes out there... Uh, you know, it, it, or not universe, galaxies, uh, it gets to the point where you're like, well, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there really is other life out there. Who, could we really be the only life out there? Uh, you know, if you're talking... We're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about, like, from an evolutionary standpoint, almost certainly not. Uh, I mean, if you hit the lottery once here and there's that much out there, then certainly the lottery was hit again. Um you know, and if you're talking about a theological standpoint, uh, you can't say that there are no extraterrestrials like alien beings, because that would be you saying that, you know, what God's plan is and that, that, you know, God is, is it's beyond God to do such a thing. Well, you can't yeah. say that you can't like, so, uh, it, it kind of puts you in a, in a situation where it's like, well, I don't know what they are, but people are experiencing something. So whether it's extraterrestrial aliens, it's a, a time traveler or a demon, uh, whatever it is, people are experiencing something and uh, not yeah. just these beings, but these the, what's often tied to these beings, which is these crafts that people see and these lights in the sky. Yeah. Especially, I mean, and, and then like in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, you know, just just acres of land that's not been touched because it's i don't know it's it's obvious something has to be there not just snow cows and deer and (laughs) animals but yeah it's so i also have this one experience um in oklahoma it was for the fourth of july um i don't i don't i'm not sure what it was but it was you know us kids again and um my cousins who were teens a little older than us and um we had bought a bunch of fireworks we're all you know super excited to blow stuff up you know as kids that that that, that was our favorite time and since you know they lived in the middle of nowhere we're like let's blow stuff up let's start popping some fireworks and um so we we took everything outside all all of us were super excited and then out of nowhere we start hearing native american like tribe music playing like it like if it was right next to us like it's just right smack in front of us and it was so loud we we had to like scream at each other we're like do you hear that and it's just nonstop, like banging on drums 
and like you could hear like people chanting it was crazy loud and we're like that's pretty cool like what's going on like did, did you have a recording of that maybe the truck is on or something and like none of the cars were on there was no tvs on it sounded like it was outside and so we're like maybe the neighbors you know um but it sounded like it was getting closer to us and so we're like maybe maybe they're it passing in the middle of the street at night at like nine o'clock at night so it's super dark like i said we only had one light outside in the in the street and it was blocks away from the house so we're like uh maybe we should drive out there and see if we could find whatever this noise is and we just keep hearing it we, we had we were driving super slow to try to get out through to the gate to get out into the street main street and um like we had you know no music on windows down we're all like hearing it. and we're like we still hear it do you hear it? we're like yeah we're like okay so we're not all dreaming this it's really happening we're like okay let's go look for these this this beautiful ceremony that they're having for the fourth of july and so we're driving out there we look like crazy people because we're literally the only ones on the road driving maybe like at five because we don't want to you know cause any interruptions we don't want to be rude to them or whatever they're doing and we're just driving super slow and we're like, well, maybe it's the casino, you know, maybe they're playing really loud music, but the casino is miles away. And it, I'm telling you this sound, it was like it was in the car with us, like it was following us. And so we felt like crazy people because we're like, are we the only ones? Do you hear it? Like, are you sure we're hearing this? And we're like, yeah, like we all, we all literally hear it. And and we're driving and nothing so we drove back home and we're sitting we're we're all standing in the middle of the field looking confused like scratching our heads because we're not sure where this noise is coming from and i'm telling you this this ceremony whatever's going on their chanting is loud i'm telling you there's trees all around us there's no lights there's no, like, you could see if there's, like, little flickerings of fire. Nothing. There's nothing. It's pitch black. There's a cow or, and horses, but, I mean, they're not going to, like, what? And we have no idea what's going on. So we're just standing there in the middle of, you know, their acres. And we're like, maybe it's in the backyard. So we, we walk to the backyard. We all grab flashlights, put on our mud boots. We're walking, and we get, we try to get, you know, far, but it still sounds like it's, it's right next to us. It sounds like we have like headphones on because that's how loud it is. And we're still like, do you, do you, you still hear it, right? We're like, yeah, we still hear it. Like, oh, okay. But we like, we're all standing in different locations and we hear it like it's right next to us. And so we're all puzzled. We're all trying to figure out where this noise is coming from. I'm like, you don't have any speakers out here? Like, what's, like you're just messing with us, right? Because they, they used to be tricksters. They used to mess with us all the time. And he's, and my cousin's like, no, like, we, we don't, I mean, no, we don't have any of that. And so he was like, should we just still pop fireworks? Do you think it's a good idea? And I'm like, I, you're a little adult here. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused just as much as everybody else in here. So we're standing there again, we go walk to the front, 
we look around, still nothing. He even messages the neighbor. And the neighbor's like, I don't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, okay, it's just in our property then. Cool. We're not, we're, we're going crazy. We're, we're hearing things. We're, instead of seeing things, we're hearing things because we see nothing. So we're, we're standing there. We're like, okay, well, let's, I guess we could just pop a little bit of fireworks and see what happens. So we pop the first firework, nothing. They're still chanting. They get louder. They, it feels like they're getting closer. And we're like, okay, this is really weird. We're freaked out. Something was going on that we weren't sure what was. I was like, okay, there's going to be a war happening maybe, right? Like they, they hate us that much. We don't, they don't want us to be there. So we, we go ahead and pop like two more fireworks. Still, they still, it still sounds crazy outside. It's um, like unbelievable. And then finally, finally, my cousin's like, you know what? I'm going to pop one of the big ones. Maybe, maybe it'll scare them off. Right. So we pop it and they're still chanting. It's still going on. It's crazy. And we're like, like, we just come out already. What's going on? And then uh, my cousin goes, okay, this is it. I'm going to pop the big one. If you don't stop, I'm going to go out there and just pop it into the woods. And then it just goes, it cuts off. Like if we, you turned off the radio, it just goes up and then it's gone. We don't hear it anymore. And so we're all, you know, we're all checking our ears. Like, Hey, do you hear anything? And it's just quiet now. Like we, we can hear crickets now. Like if, like if nothing ever happened, it was ridiculous. It was the weirdest thing. I don't know if it was like a time loop or something had like entered because I mean, I've heard something like that happen before that maybe the dimensions crossed and it happened to appear in front of us or we could hear it or something. But that was literally the craziest, like, thing that we've ever heard. It was, it was freaky because we couldn't see anything. It was dark outside. Not a dang thing. Just, I'm telling you, cows, horses, nothing. Trees. But you could, I mean, there was, there was nothing there. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely would be a freaky thing to go through, right? I mean, to... But I have heard that before. I have heard people talking about uh, being in the woods or being around uh, a Native American burial ground and hearing like these chants and yeah. not knowing where they're coming from. Uh, time slip, residual energy, I don't know. But it's definitely something, it's freaky uh, because I, I imagine it'd be scary because I mean, what I picture is... Uh, like say American Native Americans, you know, ch- doing their chanting and stuff, like almost like a war cry. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> sounds like you're getting get exa- killed. That's exactly what we thought. It we're like, okay, we're about to fight with these people. I don't know who they are, but I mean, it's gonna. We have we have fireworks. We have fire. So <laughs> bring it on. And nothing, nothing happened. Like nobody appeared. It was it was dark out, but we could just hear them getting louder. We, we literally thought we were going to see like a parade just storm into us or something. Nothing, nothing appeared. It was just, I mean, you could ask, it's funny because if you ask my cousin about this, he's, he'll deny it completely because he got so freaked out. He started crying and he called his dad. I'm like, you are acting like the biggest baby ever. <laughs> are you kidding me? And me and my sister were like, we're, let's go look for it. Okay. We're ready. Like me and her were pumped. We're like, we're going to, 
we're gonna figure this out right now and my cousin was like no 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 like it could bring like bad luck to us or something could happen and or you don't even know what it could be and i don't want to die i'm like you're not gonna are you crazy this we're not gonna pick a fight with these people we just want to know what's going on we're trying to understand what this noise is and why it's happening and for it to just cut off like like it like nothing it was the strangest thing you could i mean you could ask all like my cousins that were there they were all they would all tell you the same thing like yeah it was the weirdest noise it was the weirdest crazy just singing drums everything like you could hear them it was loud and clear like speakers in your house booming music it was loud loud and that we couldn't see anything i mean we sh drove the truck around the the some of the property in the front nothing we couldn't see anything there wow so may maybe it was um like i guess native american property or burial or something or i don't know what but it was and for the fourth of july i mean yeah i could only imagine absolutely well i mean uh that's all you're left to do right only you can only imagine i mean there's not really much to go with other than imagining what it was all about um you know and i'm sure there's people that are listening that have you know pretty good ideas as to what it's all about either they had experiences like that or they've done extensive research into you know these types of things but uh for you and i we're just imagining <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so uh th these are pretty interesting experiences you had and uh I, I would say thank you very much for sharing them i i enjoyed sitting here listening to you tell your stories well i appreciate your time and thank you for you know, enlighten, enlightening my days with all these amazing stories. And just, I love hearing, I love hearing all your, everything, just everything is amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. I, uh, I certainly try my hardest when it comes to putting out some content that you guys are going to actually want to consume. Uh, that's how you keep them coming back for the next week, right? So uh, mm -hmm. I'm trying my hardest and I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad other people enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we'll put, we'll make this, uh, interview just one of the collection awesome i'm glad i'm glad i got to share my stories and maybe maybe one somebody else has a similar story that they can share and they'll come open with it and i can i can be like ah oh, see somebody else somebody else had that same experience so i'm not i'm not crazy <laughs> no absolutely i mean we already had one repeat you know like with episode mm -hmm. 13 so i mean certainly if if Abe came on my show for episode 13, said a very similar story as to what you said, uh, chances are there are plenty of people out there that have very similar experiences and we're just waiting for them to find the confessionals to share their mm -hmm. story. So, well, I hope they do. <laughs> fantastic. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on and, uh, you know, keep me posted as to if there's anything ever happening that you'd like to share with me. Of course I will. Thank you so much. Well, that's sure, buddy. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, please share the show with your friends. That's the best thing you can do to help this show grow. Just share it around social media. Share it by word of mouth. I don't care how you share the show. Just share the show and that will help the show grow. And I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And until next week, friends, stay safe, take care. And remember, the truth will set you free. But first, it'll piss you off. Bye.
Just head to simplysafe.com slash confessionals and get a free HD camera for all my lists. Did I get a free HD camera? Hey, Linz, did we get a free HD camera? They're getting an HD camera. Did we get one of those?